All right. Or what did they say? Ray Egon. <laughs> Do, Do Ray, Ray Egon. Egon. <laughs> That's what I should have fucking done. <laughs> Damn it. Welcome to our Film Fathers podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are three guys who really found their voice in the 46th episode, Martin, Brady, and Tom. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, I don't think it's fair to call my clients frauds. Sure, the blackout was a big problem for everybody. I was trapped in an elevator for two hours and I had to make the whole time. But I don't blame them. Because one time, I was turned into a dog and they helped me. Thank you. Smells like burnt bologna and regrets down here. A grasshopper walks into a bar and the bartender says, We have a drink named after you. So the grasshopper says, You have a drink named Steve? This week, we answered the age-old question, Who are you going to call? We started with the original Ghostbusters from 1984 and went right into the 1989 sequel. But we couldn't leave out the remake in 2016 or the long-coming follow-up with the recent Ghostbusters Afterlife from 2021. It's a lot of Ghostbusters, guys. We busted so many ghosts. (laughs) So many. Boston makes me feel good. (laughs) Fun to go through all four. So I had not seen the most recent two movies, so this was a first for me to get to see either of those. So the third or the fourth one is the only one I hadn't seen. Afterlife. Oh, you okay. hadn't seen Afterlife yet? I had not seen yeah. it. I, I thought waited. you would have ran to the theater. You know what? I, I thought about it and then I don't know, for some reason Hater like, in the house. <laughs> it started to wane and I didn't and even though it had Paul Rudd and what yeah. started to wane. I don't know, just maybe like the, the necessity to go out yeah, and see yeah. it and then it wasn't um, like everyone was like it wasn't like Top Gun Maverick where everyone's like, You right. have to go see this. Just watch one coming off the again. third one, like Yeah. The the reimagining or whatever. It's like yeah, yeah all right. And we'll get into that when we yeah. talk about because they they went back to their roots for the fourth one yeah. and it shows. Literally. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I took the kids uh to the theater for it so but and this is so this is a rewatch for me but i think i'm the only or have you seen it twice tom yeah yeah I, i've seen the first two a bunch of times yeah. obviously growing up and stuff and i rewatched them again for this right? yeah and then um i had only watched the uh was it the 2016 one the all-female one once before and then afterlife once before so this was the second time seeing both of those the first one that's where we're gonna start and we yeah. we dabbled on it was it uh I who, thought we it was, did. Who, it was Jelani's um, movie. He can't wait to show us. Jelani's. Kid. It wasn't yeah. mine. He wasn't a guest. Day. I haven't been. A, yeah. No. It was when we did it. When we did it, like in episode three, when oh. we first came up with the concept, where we said our own. Okay. I like, was. Yeah. I remember that we did. You it did at some Sandlot. Point. I did Goonies, and our, you said Ghostbusters. Our oh. brains. Uh, my well, our brains. My brain is. Uh, I got it all here. Slowly <laughs> disintegrating. <laughs> Steel so. trap. I got them all. That's why we got it on tape. <laughs> Um, I did remember being. Uh, I did remember having gone through it before because I remember watching it with Roman that time. Yeah. Um, this time around, I was the days are just getting too long, and I I was doing all this late night. But uh, but it was fun to. Uh, it's never bad. To, no. I mean, the original is. I mean, it's an all timer for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like as the years go by, I think it just gets better. Oh yeah, especially as you get a little older. I mean, kind of understand it, it, it some might of the not look and stuff. But here's the question: And did any of your kids watch it with you no. this time? Nope. No. Yeah, they watched it with me. Okay, before. so but is this a nostalgia play or is the kids enjoy this? No, they like it. They but they they yeah. See, this is yeah. Like there's you're... a butt. There's a butt. It's like they, they want to see more Slimer and um, <laughs> yeah. Who didn't even have a name at that point? Yeah, no. right. It was named after. He, he or wasn't. From the he show. wasn't. Sli- it was a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't was Slimer thing. during that first one. 
Yeah, because that's. I mean, I remember that. As but you a know kid who it is. Too. Yeah, like I watched. I watched that the real Ghostbusters, the show, <laughs> the car- oh, yeah. cartoon. I'm, I'm oh, saying, yeah. and like, yeah, like Slimer was all, like a a buddy of theirs throughout the thing. So when I saw the movie first time, I was like, the same way. I was like, why is there? Why is he only? <laughs> why are they fighting him? Yeah. And why is it only? And he's on screen for like yeah, ten seconds. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like as but as a, you know, I watched it when I was a kid, and then. Uh, a bunch of times growing up too, but now as I think it just gets it's it's a combination of everything. Well, you know? it that's has, I was, that's why I was curious what your kids. I, yeah. Roman liked it, but I don't think there will come a time when Roman reveres it like we do. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of the nostalgia factor there for sure, and especially the fact that movies back in the '80s, more of them were like this as opposed to how movies are now, the Marvel movies and all these big action movies with all the special effects and everything. You know, there were special effects in Ghostbusters, but it's it's Slimer, and it's just these ghosts. They just you look know, more just like effects. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Certain parts look really good, and I feel like early on, yeah. I think I think I from watching the Netflix thing, they said they just ran out what of budget, Netflix right? Thing? Uh, what is it? The, the uh, movies, movies, that made, movies that made us. Movies yeah. that made us, and they did a, a, this they did a whole like, se- sequence on it. Like, they did a whole thing on the making of the movie and trying to pull everybody together, but even the special effects department wasn't like done like they came in at the very last minute and put in a bunch of things and some of the stuff that they shot in the beginning they wanted to go back and redo and they just didn't have time to do yeah. it yeah so it it some of it does look kind of cheesy but then i still like some of the old school special effects like the matte paintings and oh, things yeah. like that that they have and they use for like uh spook central or her dana barrett's apartment like when they're looking at it from like the park and yeah, whatnot I think it looks kind of good it does it looks cool and it's yeah. stuff that they we just don't use anymore now people have green screen and yeah. computer generated yeah. stuff but and the dogs when they were just when they were actually like puppets or whatever yep yeah like instead of the 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 very fake when they're running when they're, when <laughs> they're just standing yeah. still and the hands coming out of the couch like those are some of the most terrifying things ever like yeah. hands coming out of the couch I remember as a kid, well, freaking it, me it out, really had spinning a, her around and dragging her and into dragging her. It yeah. really had a. Yep. It checked a lot of boxes on so many different genres. Exactly right, and that and that's what I mean. Like I, I could imagine like them, terrifying is what them, you say. Like that was terrifying. Yeah, but oh yeah, you're also that's poltergeist level. Yes, right. But Absolutely. it's hysterical. Just the also, glowing light you know. behind a door and <laughs> which was uh, I think I read kind of based off uh, close. Close Encounters. Okay. Yeah. The I light behind that. the door vibe. And I didn't see that until years later. But I'm not 100% sure I saw it. I yeah, know it. I know I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Yeah, I don't think you would have made it all the way through that. Whoa, whoa. I feel like attacked right now <laughs> by Jelani. <laughs> I like it. I don't think that's, normally me. I don't I think like that's Jelani, a Brady play. I feel like Jelani's like, I can smell my own. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course not. Well, and I had I I knew this before, but I read it as I mean they said almost none of the scenes were filmed as they were scripted. It never it was ad libbing nonstop, and obviously Bill Murray is this, which I think adds to the classicness that, or the nostalgia, all of that for us, because that is something that we appreciate a lot because of him and what we know about him, and yeah, and so it's still really funny. It's, like there's a lot of lines in there that are like that still hit hard, in my opinion. Well, and that's the other thing. I don't know if they would hit as well with kids these no. days. Like, we obviously know Bill Murray, you know, Caddyshack and all that Because kids these days are soft. I said yeah. it. <laughs> well, and just, like, the delivery of some of them. But that's it's what I'm like, saying. Oh, like, it's as, like... as an adult, it's, it's, it gets even better. Yes, is what I'm absolutely. We, absolutely. When we found it funny as kids, we didn't even... I didn't know why. We weren't, we weren't getting it 100%. Right. No. There were so many lines that, like, going back and rewatching this, 
that I picked up on. Yeah, I think I probably watched it like a year ago, and I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of the subtle clips oh, there's that subtle Bill Murray in throws in there, and um, just like I was telling Martin the other day, like the, my favorite line is when they're in jail and uh, they're talking about Gozer <laughs> and the Sumerians, and he's like, "You never studied," and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, what is he a Sumerian?" <laughs> he turns to all the prisoners like, "No studying." <laughs> so good. Well, and Bill Murray obviously, I think, owns the movie to owns a degree. It, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it supposed to be him. No, it wasn't. John, John Belushi. John Belushi, right? Yeah. yeah. Belushi, Eddie Murphy, and Dan Aykroyd were supposed to be the yeah. Three. And the original script that Dan Aykroyd wrote was nothing completely like script. This. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Dan Aykroyd funny? <laughs> <laughs> like, does he ever make you laugh? He's in the, some of the best movies, but yeah. it's never. It's never him. Sure, he does. Yeah, Ray Zelinsky. <laughs> I was just gonna say Ray Zelinsky. <laughs> yeah, if you want Coneheads, not Wayne, not Wayne Coneheads, Coneheads. I, I don't great outdoors. Coneheads. Whoa, oh, great outdoors. That's so you. Yeah, yeah, great outdoors. But he's not funny in it. John Candy's funny right. He's right. right. But he's that's a what foil to John Candy. He's, I like him. Yeah, but I, I get what Martin's saying. You know what? I, yeah, no, I get, I'm asking yeah, yeah. a specific question. But I think we could throw on some classic Saturday Night Live, and you would say like, "Yep, yeah. he's funny." Yeah, probably. Um, he just. I think I said this when we talked about last time. He just seems like the strangest. <laughs> there's no way he, that man is human. Like, he just, <laughs> I couldn't imagine just sitting next to him. And just having a conversation with them, like well, the whole time he'd be trying to hawk a bottle of vodka with a glass skull, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? you know. Well, but, and, but he wrote, yeah, he did. That's how he's still this, working right? yeah, at no, Raise a Cult. Yeah. <laughs> it was him and Harold Ramis wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. Him and Harold Ramis wrote it. It was well his I like he grandfather's it. story, and then Ramis cleaned, yeah, cleaned it up, pitch it up, when, yeah. when and then they the just threw it all out the window and just ad libbed the whole thing. And I just can't imagine the pitch either, right? Like, how did they? Well, that they're they're coasting on on. Fame just on SNL alone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that's how. They... Although not Ramus, but I mean, but yeah, like at that time, can you imagine just them walking in and being like, "So you're making a comedy, right?" <laughs> it's like, uh, actually, hear me, yeah, out. but there's gonna be some really, like you said, terrifying parts to it, and it's kind of sci-fi, and we're gonna talk about proton packs and particle accelerators yeah. on our backs. You know, it's just like there's science involved. It's sci-fi. It's horror. It's comedy. It's drama. And it's it's just great. There's just you're never going to get another movie like this. No, well, I don't it, think they could make it. And they movie tried like to this. get lightning in a bottle twice. They yeah. tried a couple times, yeah. and, it, and it didn't work. But I think like just like you said, the the pulling of Bill Murray, who was excellent. I thought uh, Harold Ramis's deadpan was great. Um, I, it's oh, so yeah. it's a perfect. I don't, not foil. It's a perfect compliment. counterpart. Like, yeah, it's compliment. Like it balance, to, they balance each yeah. other. Yeah. I mean, for years. Harold Ramis was e- like I didn't know I, could, I yeah. couldn't imagine it was anything else. So like when I saw Stripes or um, knew that he was the writer, I'm like Egon is is something other than he Egon yeah. outside know? of that. Yeah, canon? outside of that because he was so good as <laughs> as that character. Yeah, you know who turned down that role? Uh-uh. Turned down Spangler. This is gonna. I want this. I wanted this for Martin. Michael Keaton. Oh, <laughs> I do love me some. Keaton. I do. You do love yeah. me some Keaton. I think Keaton would have worked better as Bankman though. Uh, oh, Vankman. I think he would have been a better. Yeah, I, so I have a hard time believing anyone is beating no. Murray in that role. I know Bill Murray's Vankman, but I think I think if you were going to pitch, I don't I don't think I could see Keaton as being. I, I would like to see that movie in the alternate. <laughs> in the, I mean, I, I could see Keaton more as Dan Aykroyd's character. Yeah, because okay. like we said, I mean, if Aykroyd's you're putting Keaton there. in, that's probably where you're slotting him. Yeah, but that, that should be a Quantum Leap episode. <laughs> remake Ghostbusters, yeah. yeah, where they remake Ghostbusters and Michael Keaton is uh, is yeah. the actor. But it's one of those things like you obviously know the characters and the actors that played those characters already, 
so trying to switch them out like nobody can replace yeah. the originals and did you know why Eddie passed oh he did Beverly Hills Cop Beverly Hills Cop yes yeah, which see. they're hard, also making another one. Hard to argue uh, with his logic. The original. Hard to I mean, that one. It's coming Although, I mean, we're talking about two classics there, but it's like, right. yeah, it does alter. You know, Beverly Hills Cops an all time. We, gotta, I mean, we haven't been, done those. I know we got to get that one. If on. Eddie Murphy was in it, it would he might have stolen the show. Yeah. Well, and it's and for better or worse, like Winston's not. Yeah, he he doesn't. They downplay the well, whole entire role because and he he commented on that like years later. He's like, yeah, I was I didn't have as much to do, and we're like, well, yeah, but like. It's because it was for Eddie Murphy. Right. <laughs> like, right. The original script, I think, had most, like, Winston was in the majority right. of it, and then Murphy dropped out, and they're like, well, all right. So we, then, There's like, no Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, well, he's not going to be in this the whole time. Yeah. And then. Irreplaceable. Right. So I was, I, this was the highest grossing comedy of all time until, anyone got a guess? Oh, what geez. broke this? What became, I could give you a year if it'll help. Yeah. Yeah. 90. 1990. Home Alone. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. So I looked it up. I was What I was curious about is now where it fell. And it currently sits at 33rd all time. Hmm. So, okay. But it did really, Adjusted really, for inflation? It did, it, yes. <laughs> it did really, really well. Um, and it, Which isn't surprising, but it, it's and released on the same day as your, one of your favorites. Gremlins? Gremlins. Nice. Same day as Gremlins. Nice. Maybe. Two powerhouses. Like, yes. I, I mean, are just Simpler better. time. And, yeah, and right. Time. And it's 90s. hard like- was 80s filmmaking no just no, know, that much better and storytelling that much better back then? I think or it is it just nostalgia, the, or is it just the start of it? Like we talked about Jaws, and yeah. That was that that catapulted the blockbuster thing, and then movies like this with with comedies in the in the 80s, uh, John Hughes stuff, and then I think the 90s is where it really got perfected, which is what I was getting yeah, at. Yeah, the comedy, um, and then it just yeah. and then now we've we've just landed run where out we are. of ideas. Yeah, yeah, where we're just rehashing it, yep. and doing sequels, remakes, mm-hmm. reboots, yeah. and I think now everyone's using auto tune, right? <laughs> and that's why I think like you see you see everybody that, or at least in our group, you know, of the Marvel movies, we like the ones that have. Better comedy, better written, better like storyline than Ragnarok. Have, have Paul right. Rudd. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd, right? <laughs> Paul Rudd or James Gunn behind the the uh, helm. Right. It's yeah. like those are the ones where they're relying more on the story and more on like, hey, it's putting <laughs> putting things in there yeah, that man. make you laugh, right? Because they're trying to do something different, a little bit outside of the formula. Like it's still obviously within that realm of the MCU and everything, but it's not as straightforward as like. Iron Man, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, he becomes Iron Man and he saves the day. It's like, right. all right. I still put Iron Man pretty high. No, Iron Man's a great I'll, movie. I'll the first honest. one is a great Tom, movie. I, last Don't I heard wrong. Tom shit all over Iron Man, but I, I like what? it. <laughs> it might be an unpopular opinion, but I like Iron Man. <laughs> the first one. Call me crazy. One. I loved, like, going back and seeing Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis, just like, um, Annie Potts, like all of the cast that you just bring back in, and you're, you're on the nostalgia play. I know yep. for sure, one hundred percent. But it's still, it was great. You and want any pots? I'll give you any pots. <laughs> we get some Annie Potts all over the place. I had more Annie Potts in this week than I've had yeah. <laughs> quite some time. The two, the two cameos that I, I love obviously are uh, William Peck, Mister yeah. Atherton, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then oh, we've talked about him numerous times. Yeah, and then Reginald Vell Johnson. I, I knew you were going Reginald. The, the pre, the pre Die Hard. Mm-hmm. 
Peck said he was like he got fans were like coming up to him like yelling at him and like <laughs> like hated him. Why did you turn off the, <laughs> the storage? He like he, he literally he's like it changed my entire life. People like absolutely hated him and would tell him that and to but his face. Has he ever played? A, or oh, wait, he's, what was Real Genius? He's unlikable. Yeah. No, he's just a num- he plays yeah. an unlikable really was well. Eighty. 80- Five eighty six. I'm sure he yes, did fine, so. but he's he's an unlikable human. Yeah. <laughs> His red hair is not helping anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they built that anti Irish fence. <laughs> the anti Irish fence, all time great line. Uh, yeah, I was like, did I just hear that? I'm like, this movie <laughs> we'll starting start off. That. Yeah, starting yeah. off strong. That was in uh, that was in um, Ghostbusters. Answer the call. Yeah, is that the official title of that one? By the way, not that I. I don't think so, but, but it's, it's just the only way subtitle. you could you could uh, it's find Ghostbusters. It. To, yeah. to separate it, right? The newest one. Yeah. <laughs> 2016? 2016. Yeah, because yeah, they, they show that at the very end, yeah. right? Yeah. Not, not yeah. during the beginning Almost like Unless you Google it, you'll, yeah. you'll find it come yeah. up that way sometimes. So I like the villains. Obviously, the State Puff Marshmallow Man was oh, classic. Classic. Such a good idea. Which also won't resonate with anybody right now. No. What do you mean? Like, like kids, kids. kids? Yeah, they're not going to mm. find that funny? I don't think so. Yeah. No, probably not. I mean, uh, they tried to bring it back. Obviously, they did. Yeah. But I just don't. That's more that's a, a nostalgia way. play, not a yeah. right. not a like this means anything to anybody currently uh, yep. under the age of thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but and then you know, I, again, the nostalgia play, Ray like, running around with like your backpack, pretending that was your proton pack. Like, oh dude, she had the one that had like the big like the it was wo- almost like the <laughs> pool noodle that yeah. came out of it. Yeah, <laughs> the one kid yeah, in town who got the uh, got the, the trap. trap. Yep. <laughs> Oh, Mattel, Kenner, and Mattel—they uh, <laughs> were—they were living high. That thing was awesome. And just what? It did nothing, by the way. It was still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like you said watching all these movies. The where did they come up with this idea of trapping a ghost with a particle accelerator <laughs> and and having a a trap? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's brilliant. Has it anyone really looked is. in to see if the science actually like, checks yeah, out? Like, not. <laughs> like, there's no science and, and whatever getting slimed. But it's all like none of this. None of this came up in any kind of. Um, any kind of horror movie before, right? Any kind of ghosts. There was right. never anything like this before. No. And and for for a comedy writer to come up with like these cool tropes and ideas that ha- have stood the test of time, and they come come back thirty years later in a new movie. I think it's great. Forty years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I was just gonna say, are we gonna talk about the ghost sex scene? <laughs> yeah, like, w- like when I was six years old watching. Right, it, like, like it, this is why a is kid's belt like... coming off. <laughs> And I did. I did read that. Why like, was ice crossing? The first one was, you know, like not necessarily geared towards kids. And then after it got super popular, yeah, no, they like wasn't. geared the second one more towards it kids. Was, I mean, they said, well, like, obviously you with the... that, but you have people smoking, swearing. Yeah, like, it oh. was definitely more like an adult oriented. They, they what I read is they were surprised that kids liked it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bill Murray and Gorney Weaver, like when he's hitting on her, like yeah. in every scene, every like, scene. like how did is... she find any of that attractive? For one, <laughs> never like... <worked> for me. <laughs> Like any woman would just be repulsed by anything. That's you know, the bedroom. But nothing 80s. ever That's happened my experience. there. <laughs> 80s, 80s were different. Yeah. That's the bedroom, but nothing ever happens there. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> so disappointing. He meets her once, and then he's just yeah. like on top of her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, this the sex scene with the, uh, yeah. the ghost and Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd just kind of like he wrote that he wrote that scene in himself. Well, and you, know you could I have mean? taken that out, and it would have had no bearing on anything. It didn't need to be in there really but it's classic it's oh yeah absolutely yeah, it's and fun. it's one of those scenes that i kind of forgot about you know because i haven't watched it in a few years yeah and then all of a sudden it pops up and i'm like oh yeah this is here <laughs> well they tried to recreate the magic with uh ghostbusters 2 in 1989 and 
I don't think they did it. I like this movie. I'll tell you what. I think I've seen this more than I've seen Ghostbusters. I, I think so, too. I, had, I, I definitely got cable too. when this came out. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But I so was, was like, always I think for a long time, I think I thought this was Ghostbusters. And then there was another one. But, like, this was the movie I, re- I related to Ghostbusters. And I, like, Vigo, like, all of it. This was... It and and I it I think a long time later it like was like oh no that's the second one and I so I Jelani is it better no I think it's awesome I love it I still think it's a really good movie that's what I like think about Die Hard too I just watched more of it it was around around the same time but I I agree that this is a better than Die Hard too but <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, but yeah I don't think it's I don't think it's a better movie no. than than Ghostbusters um, no. but I do I do enjoy it. I think it's a worthy sequel yeah and it just didn't do as well so I think it was it wasn't a flop though right like it I I didn't see that it, I I think it was maybe a it veered towards cash grab sequel yeah in, by intention they're like we got to make another one right I just think they did a really good job I don't think it's awesome I just think it's pretty damn entertaining yeah start to finish yeah. like I, I so I like the concept. Of I, the I was waiting to hear where you were going with that. I, d- I kind of disagree. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah, I just honestly like watching the first one and then coming back and watching the second one. I hadn't always loved the second one. Like there were, you know, growing up in the time, like I loved when they pulled out the the Nintendo control pad to yeah. control yeah. the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, all right, we, you got me there. But um, the joystick, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the pad. Yeah. The but one. then watching it again, I was just like, nah, this this isn't it. They don't oh, make wow. Nikes in her size. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I don't know. I just, I mean, like I said, this one might be full nostalgia for me, but I, I know I've seen this one way more than I've seen the first one. And because it was, yeah, I watched it all the time. I mean, The River of Slime, Vigo. That's what they're going to call right. it. And we were right? a little the, older, oh, I don't know. you know, yeah. at that point, 89, True. you said, right? So, yeah, you know, 80, Maybe I did, 84, I, I did see the first one. Yeah, I, might, I definitely might have just seen this one first, and this was always yeah it. So this one kind of held roots for me. But I still, honestly, I rewatched. I I enjoyed it. So. I didn't mind it. I I liked it. You know, the Nintendo joystick. Watching it as an adult, it's like, well, how is this actually controlling the Statue exactly. of Liberty? How like, does that, this doesn't make. Work. What did they plug into? <laughs> like, I know they put the slime in the toaster, and the toaster kind of bounced around, but they couldn't control it. You know, and so. I do. Um, this started my love of the Jackie Wilson song of, uh, Oh yeah. Love keeps lifting me higher. <laughs> yeah. So yes. good. But Vigo was, uh, was, was fun though. He's yeah. an ugly man. <laughs> he really is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> well, it was, what a, was it? Is it Yannick? Yannick? Yannosh. Yannosh. So there, there's one scene and I don't know why it stuck out with me. So he's like, he's talking to Vigo in the painting or whatever. And he's like bending down, and I don't know if he's like bowing to him or whatever. But then all of a sudden, he like turns and lays like spread out, like with his leg to the side. And then he starts, I'm like, why did what choice was this? Why did this happen? But it just like stuck with me. I'm like, I have to bring this up because there was no reason for him to like sexually lay down and start talking if he can have Dana. I think so, yeah, yeah, that's why he was thinking about it, right? But it's it's like, yeah, and. Did he really light all those candles? There were a, there lot, a lot of candles. <laughs> a lot of candles. I noticed that as well, actually. One yeah. of the things. Yeah, I I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed, kind of start to finish. I thought that it was very funny throughout. I felt like it kind of delivered in an inferior way to the first one. It was definitely geared towards kids, or younger age group, I feel. It didn't have, like, the sexual innu- innuendos and the... You know, smoking and all that stuff. Yes, like, well, they recognized it was more accessible. They didn't run yes. out of budget. It was, it was. I mean, I don't want to say bigger, but but well, there was. 
Murray said that, I guess recently Murray said that they signed on to the film based on a script that wasn't this movie. Oh. And they uh. start, they got there to start working, and it was completely, it was this movie, and they were all like, what, this is not what we signed up for, but they just decided to try to figure out a way to make it work. So, maybe. Yeah, there's, there's probably an even better movie somewhere in Dan Aykroyd's brain, or <laughs> that he may, he maybe actually wrote it out somewhere, but. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but they. I know he mentioned that. They probably I, watered it down a bit. Did you, so the do you remember when they show up to the party and the kid the kid is like my dad says the Goldsworths are full of crap. Yeah. Jason Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman. Yes. Oh, it was. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Which I thought was uh obviously yeah. not crazy. Ivan's uh, Ivan's son. Did uh, you see the little girl daughter. who takes the they take the puppy away when Egon's doing the test is Catherine Reitman, oh, his nice. daughter. Yeah. So family affair. Right. Yeah. Get all the kids in there. Yeah, the Reitmans were uh, were well represented through uh through it through it all. And Lu- and Lewis is just oh, great. Love Rick Moranis. Love, 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 love the Rick Moranis. <laughs> love that character. He's so weird, but he's dancing with that girl in the first one, not to go back to it. <laughs> and he's like, No one's dancing. Maybe if we dance. He's just so he's so good at playing that. That that's, when it, that's when he threw the party for yeah. all of his clients. Right, that's right. Who he talks is great. Just write it off. <laughs> okay, who brought the dog? I <laughs> uh, got a milk bone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then uh, you know uh, the other one, the the other cameo or not cameo, but Easter egg that you see is when the ghosts start coming out uh, of like the movie theater. The show that's playing in Ghostbusters Two is Cannibal Girls. Which was Ivan Reitman's first film that oh, he really? made in Canada with Eugene Levy. Oh, nice! And uh, and so that's on the marquee. Oh, I didn't even realize. They're all running out. I haven't seen that one. It also it shows up later on uh, yeah. in the in the franchise too. So, oh. oh, have you seen that movie? I have not. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it would come up later on this month, but we'll see. <laughs> There's a Cheech Marin cameo, right? In yeah, yeah Cheech is uh, <laughs> better late than never. Work yeah. the doc. <laughs> work the the doc. I don't know why that felt somewhat random. Um, it's a great line though. It's, yeah, the Titanic rolls it. They said that at the doc that pulled into was literally the doc the Titanic was supposed to oh. go to. Huh. Nice. So the details, yeah. detail oriented, but we go to yeah. 2016 and Ghostbusters answer the call. And I know that this film got a lot of pushback from nostalgic plays and things like that where people were just like, no, you can't do this. It's not right. You know, giving Paul Feig and, and Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and uh, Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon a whole bunch of shit because they were trying to recreate this film. Watching it again, it obviously, I'm going to say, it doesn't hold up to the, the original. Um, That's a bar that is almost it, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way too high, and it, like we've all talked about, it's all a nostalgic play. Like you're never gonna, but I don't think it's terrible. It's not a terrible uh, no. movie at all, and I love all of these actors. Oh, they're great. And actors. Oh yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Mark, finish your thought. That, that's what I was gonna say. Like I, I love them all. Like yeah, was there a better script somewhere in there? Probably, but it still made me laugh, and especially the first half. I think by the yeah. end it lost its way, or maybe I just kind of lost interest, but. But I think Kate McKinnon 
I especially. Thought, I thought she was, was the best part. Yeah, See, she I, just, I love every she's the best part of the most things she's ever but in. She, but. When, the way she just moves, the entire, oh, yeah. that entire, she embodies some character. She's just doing something in her own head. Yeah. And you see it the whole time. And I think, I think that's admirable. Like that she's, that she's in yeah. character as this weird Egon type yeah, character. Right. I thought it might've been a little over the top at times, no, it didn't, but it didn't no, bother didn't, me at no. all. Every time, every time I love she was Kate on. McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great, but yeah, I don't know. And then, um, Hemsworth, dumb Thor. Yeah, <laughs> Jen, yeah. Well, Jen was, was, all right. I I get what they're trying to do, but it was a little too. It was, like, he was a little stupid, too dumb. But right? I love yeah. Kristen Wiig. Just yeah. everything she did when she took just that trying coffee. to touch him, just, just took that coffee, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, we don't want to waste the coffee." Like, <laughs> that she would want to drink his spit is so funny to me. I love it. I love. I, I I thought certain parts of it were really funny. So first time view, like I said, for me, I recognize the some of the like campiness and just maybe a little bit of ridiculous aspect of it. I felt like it was a pretty decent attempt as a like an homage, homage yeah. to the first one. Not trying to replace the first one, but just being like, we're going to make a movie that kind of recognizes the, the aura of the first movie. And I think they kind of did it well. I, I actually... I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, disagree I don't with think you. it's great. I don't know that I would go out of my way to like rewatch it. Although I think if it was on, I would be more likely to just like hop in and see where we're at. I, I yeah, I don't know. I I think I thought or I remember hearing about some of the negative aspects that you were talking about. Some of that's just bullshit. That just makes yes. you want to support it more. Actually, yeah, yeah. Like, people that yeah. say that they sh- women shouldn't do uh, it, it's like, funny. Yeah, just like, fuck off. Some of that's right? just it's just bullshit. <laughs> like it, and like you can't remake an original. That's fine. Like if we're doing it every four months. There's a new remake coming out right. in some way, shape, or form. Like that's fine. Reimagine it. Like right. if you don't like it, watch the original. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, Put it where you need to, yeah. somewhere you can watch it at all times, and then. <laughs> like, but I, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like it was actually fine and an, and an entertaining movie, and I felt like the story kind of worked out well. I don't know. I, I get it. Kind of got a little weird towards the end, but I, I don't know. I felt I, like it's fine. I, I thought the the comedy was a little more slapsticky than like you know the original yeah. and like the the kind of the subtle comedy from Bill Murray and all that. But um, I didn't think it was terrible i like the the special effects and the way the ghosts and stuff were presented they were very very bright yeah like they were really bright. everything was super bright so i i, I feel well, like we're coming off of 1984 right <laughs> right but even i mean and we'll get to it but even looking at like the ghosts in afterlife like the ghosts in 2016 or answer the call were just like neon yeah like yeah. like you went to vegas and ghosts yeah. um so that you know, but it kind of brought a different feel to it, and yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it. Dumb Chris Hemsworth kind of annoyed me at times, but yeah, Jen was yeah. Jen was Slimer and his him. wife at the end were a little <laughs> strange. You know, just like it felt. It, it also felt like they geared it a little even more towards kids. kids. I can right? see that. So I forgot which I, that I don't blame them for. It's just kind of what it is, but yeah. I forgot that Bill Murray and Dan Ag- that they made cameos. They all have cameos, yeah. 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 And and you know Annie Potts too. Yeah, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver later on. Like they all. That's what the one thing that Winston we'll talk about at the, very the next end. one is like, um, the cameos felt a little bit better in Afterlife. Yeah, than they did I agree. In this one, but yeah. um, when in, I was watching like the end, I I enjoyed like the special effects that they had at the end and them fighting the ghosts. I thought about uh, when Slimer was driving Ecto-1 around, yeah. Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> like, oh, that's exactly what that is. And then, I don't know if you guys caught this, but did you catch the Die Hard 2 illusion? 
No. Uh-uh. Hmm. So when they drive, Surprise Martin didn't the Ecto, when they drive <laughs> Ecto one into the into the portal and they blow it up, the the front seat blows up and it's Slimer and his oh, girlfriend. Right. They go up and yeah, they pause right. and then they fall back down. Damn, good call. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. Um, and then just again, in addition to the original cast cameos, there were just cameos from like every actor that was like up and coming. You had like. Zach Woods, you had oh, Michael so K. Williams, you had Michael K. Williams, uh, yeah, yeah. Sam Richardson was there. Just people all over the place of just you know Matt Walsh mm-hmm. <laughs> being in there, Cecily Strong, Andy Garcia. I forgot Andy Garcia was yeah. the mayor. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was I was like, oh dang, an Andy Garcia setting. <laughs> so um, and, you know, it's it is nice to have an SNL crew remaking an SNL crew yeah, original movie. Yeah. You know, there was just a there was a lot to um, a lot to like here. It, it definitely could have been maybe done better. Like we we often say, like the the script probably could have been better. But it's it's hard to do it when you're trying to you're just trying to please everybody, right? You're trying to make a movie for kids, but you're also trying to make a movie for the nostalgia play. You're also yeah. trying to do something completely different and do it with an all female cast, which you know which we appreciate. So it's hard to serve every master, I think, in that, in that case. Yeah. So this did an admirable. It was an admirable attempt. Yeah, personally, I, I thought they did a good job with it. I get that it's a, it, it is what it is, but it's going to rank lower on the list than the others. But yeah, I definitely it's not a dud. Yeah, it's not opinion. it's not any worse than some other Melissa McCarthy. Um, well, let's movie. careful. <laughs> Tread lightly here. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she's in some really good things. I really find her very funny, but some of her movies Tammy. aren't aren't great. Some Tam- of her movies Tammy. aren't great, but I still she usually is. Yeah, she. That's oh, she's huge. But yeah. some of, the, but that's she's great in this too. Is what I'm yeah. saying. But it's I not. Agree. It's I not her that. worst. It's not her worst movie. She's is like what I'm one, saying. Pride of Plainfield, is it, is it Illinois. Better or worse yeah. than it, if it came out the front. Right. <laughs> 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 like she gets. Yeah, she gets me every time. She's funny, very funny. Uh, Do you guys um, like the Fallout Boy? Missy Elliott. I did catch (laughs) Patrick Stump. I was like, I'm a huge Fall Out Boy fan. My wife and I go have gone to countless concerts over the years, but that song was terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was. I definitely caught Patrick Stump's voice, which was. uh, I was. We were watching. Unexpected. Is that Fall Out Boy? And then I had to figure out who was rapping over it, and then I looked it up, and it was like Missy Elliott. I'm like, no, I didn't know it was Missy. That was a. That's a combo right there. Yeah. Right. Then we get to. Ghostbusters Afterlife, 2021. And we've mentioned before, we mentioned on the last podcast, like anything that Paul Rudd's in, we're good. <laughs> what did you guys think? Do you want me? Uh, it's the yeah, first time we're here. Yeah. Right? I thought it was really good. I did too. Oh, I love it. I, I think it's great. I was, I, I think I was very skeptical yes. um, going in and whether that helped or hurt my where I got. I was very... I thought they really they just did a great job of honoring all of it before. Perfect no. They there's some you know, but I absolutely love Paul Rudd, as we said. Absolutely love Carrie Coon. I, I criminally you, underappreciated. Yeah, I thought Leftovers, you said that baby. before. Yeah, from the leftovers. I, knew, she, I didn't know if there's anything else. She should be in so much she more. Is, and whether that's she her was choice. Great in this. She's great. She was so funny. She yeah, was also she's the sister. She's Ben Affleck's sister in Gone Girl. Correct. Yeah. And I, I was like She's in Gone Girl, and then I was like, "Oh, that's right, she's the sister." And then I had to she look is it up. criminally under, and whether maybe it's her choice, but she is. She should be in so many more things, and should be recognized as such because she's a phenomenal actor. And anyone that watched The Leftovers, yeah, would be. She was great it's impossible that. to not acknowledge that. But HBO. Um, I I really thought the daughter was awesome. Oh, she was amazing, yeah. McKenna Grace. Yes. Also saw a picture of her. 
I don't, couldn't pick her out of a lineup based off the way she looked at this movie really? and the picture that I saw. No. Like, you, it wouldn't even, nothing. There's yeah. zero chance. Um, and I don't know if I know her. I didn't look like I did, but she's, she was, I thought she covered a lot and did a really good job for being young. Yes. So this is going to, this is going to maybe offend. I could have done without Finn Wolfhard. Oh yes, um, I agree. Not I like Stranger Things, but mm-hmm. it's not because but he of seems him. Like, he seems like he plays the same character. Like you could have picked him out of Stranger Things yeah, and yeah, put him in this movie yeah, and vice just, versa. Or, and or same in thing. It, he plays yeah. the same. And same I'm exact not a big thing. Fan of he's he doesn't act. He's just no. I, yeah. He's a weaker link in Stranger yeah. Things. In my opinion. Yeah, not, he just doesn't yeah. do anything for me in that show. Um, I think you put most kids in there and it'd be completely fine. <laughs> but so I was like, all right, well I can do without him. But whatever. I just thought the story was really good, and I, I think I just thought it was going to be so bad, and I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot because it, it, it didn't try to remake the original like the 2016 one did. It just tried to build on the first, well, the second one to a degree, but the first one essentially uh, with Gozer and the you know the Keymaster and the, the all that stuff. But and it didn't try to like a lot of these new movies try to pass the torch to the kids and like they did in a way, but in a way that didn't feel so forced. So yeah, I I really liked it. I loved it on the first watch, and even watching it again, I'm like, yeah, this is so much better than you know the 2016 one, yeah, um, where you know they tried to remake the original or reimagine the original. It seemed more serious, and I think yes, like yeah, whether it's the bright colors you were talking about, that one yeah. seemed more like. I don't yeah. really know the right way to describe it. Well, this one's more of a grounded. Comedy. Yeah, maybe. And this one's Which funny. I mean, this one's probably even funnier, but it's less of a comedy. It's more yeah, of right. a drama well, driven or better, story driven. Right. Well written. Yeah. Like yeah. Of, of a story. I, there's less gags, less slaps. Yeah. And, I mean, and Paul Rudd was kind of came in humor. to be some of the comedic, you know, yeah. um, stuff. But in. Seismology. There was. Right. And, and towards <laughs> the end, like. After he gets possessed and everything, and he's like wandering around, it's like, all right, you're taking this a little too far. But obviously, we love Paul Rudd. I that, love Paul Rudd. But that so. was a throwback to the first. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved how they, you know, continued the story from the first one, tried to make Gozer look very similar to the first. They, Olivia Wilde is Gozer. Yeah. Wow. In Afterlife. You yeah. didn't know that? No. It's not her voice. It's I not her think. voice. I know. Yeah, I know who it was. She... I actually identified her. Immediately. I knew right away. Yeah. I saw it. I looked it up to see if I was right. And I was like, oh, Good. yeah, yeah. It, when I saw it before, the first thing, I was like, oh, that's definitely Olivia Wilde. But then, yeah. like, she started talking. I'm like, uh, maybe not. But then I saw that it's her acting. And then they use a different voice for the voice of Gozer. Yeah. But yeah, and like how they took the architect that designed the building in the first one I like and that. tied that back yes. yep. and, and all that stuff. And I think a lot of the, the tie-ins worked really well. Yes. I think part of this movie, I felt like part of this movie didn't necessarily like try to erase what the 2016 version did, but it was kind of like that kind of was like an offshoot. Like we're going to go an back alternate, to the, alternate universe. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, like, in it, so you right. can't. Well, they all have cameos in the <laughs> right. 2016 one and they're right. not, the Ghostbusters in that. So right. it's like, well, this doesn't exist in this universe. Exactly. So, so they kind of brought it back to like, yeah. hey, this is what happened in 84 and we know about that and we can talk about that and we can reference that. I don't know if they were trying to surprise people that Egon Spangler was the grandpa, but it was like, that's pretty clear. Like you yeah. saw when you saw the girl Absolutely. and how she was acting. Yes. You're like, I mean, yeah, she's obviously. like a splitting image of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it and I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought there were a, a ton of great callbacks. Um, you know, when 
when Gozer comes out and they ask um, after uh, he arrives, he's like, "Are you a god?" And yeah. he'd be like, "Ray, yeah. <laughs> Ray, <laughs> like, yeah, yes. we're all gods. <laughs> yes, we are." <laughs> it's like, but yeah, I, I thought it was fun and being able to kind of push it forward and and keep the story going and and then yeah. I think they did a better job of using the callbacks for the the original actors. Yeah, they, like the they, mini. Mini the marshmallow mini stay puffs, stay puffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, was kind of, was kind of funny. I mean, maybe not. It was probably a weak part of the movie, but it was still uh, yeah, I would see. say it was probably it was the weakest it part. Makes very little sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this why, why just that just started yeah. happening? <laughs> Times um, a thousand. <laughs> I did notice that it looked like they did use a practical effect for the dog in the supermarket. At least like the one scene yeah, before he started did, right? running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like better. the original. Yeah. Yes, and then they they definitely obviously the animation and the the graphics uh, have come a long way yes. since the yeah. first one so he looked a lot better running <laughs> after paul rudd right i like the fact that he kept he dove through the front of his car yes like after yeah. he blew out the window he hadn't yeah. had it got to replace i know um, he, yeah he jumped in and, and was, i'm like oh i totally forgot that they they lost the windshield and the with the gunner seat that was a thrilling yeah that was cool. absolutely was thrilling, right that's yeah. the scene yeah. through downtown yeah driving yeah. through you saw carrie coon be like scared and like terrified and, and amazed at her daughter oh yeah like essentially way outside of her shell yeah and yeah out, literally <laughs> throwing herself outside of a car on the gunners like yeah. it was amazing mom hold her, on i got this yeah, don't yeah. don't be yourself yeah <laughs> and then she does it back to her for a date i thought that was great yeah um I, honestly so I, I i went to the theater with this uh, for this movie with my kids i wish i would have yeah uh, I'm, I'm glad i did but at the time i was like oh that was just okay i didn't i didn't love it and then when i rewatched it this time i'm like why didn't I love this? Yeah, I loved it. Really it's because it came Maybe off the cause... 2016 and then came into no. this. Yeah, but we <laughs> no. had, there was a good buffer. No, there. no, it was. Yeah, it was. I saw. I saw a while ago. It was. I think it was more just I was with my kids. It was the theaters with my yeah. kids, making sure everyone was happy and good, and and all that kind of stuff. So maybe I wasn't just able to sit and enjoy it. Um, as much, but I loved, yeah, I, Paul Rudd, of, of course. But I remember him. I I don't remember him as being as funny as he as he was on the rewatch. And then I love podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, he was, he so was great. <laughs> um, and everyone just seemed to seem to be a lot better than I remember. I don't know why why that is. And then it also just made me think of this is the kind of remake that we've seen a lot of. So we've seen Jurassic World, the reboot of yeah. Jurassic Park, where it's kind of like takes takes it makes it makes it bigger. Star Wars, same thing. And Top progressing down the timeline. And progr- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're doing it, like not remaking 30, so much as they're no, literally keeping it in the later. canon in the timeline yeah. Yeah, to try exactly and pass right. it on to someone else. Yeah, and then so this they can one. continue to milk the franchise. So which one? Which one did it best? What? Of Ghostbusters Afterlife, Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World, just the first one, and Star Wars, just that first reboot. Uh, Maverick, yeah, Maverick. I'm gonna say Maverick. I, yeah. I, mean, I think I, that's yeah. why. I, that's why I think it's an easy question. I just I'm... watched that last weekend, and that, I'll tell you what, like it, that movie is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. That is no, a, like so everybody phenomenal. kept telling me, like, oh, it's so good, it's so good. You got to watch it. <laughs> you got to go to the theater Everybody's and watch it. And I'm like, well, it can't be that good. And then I'm watching. I'm like, my expectations were here. I'm like, all right, I got to bring them down a little bit. Yeah. And then I watched. I'm like. Crap! This is one of the best movies I've seen in <laughs> like so a few good. years. Like I know people that went like, like a bunch of times to it. Yeah, yeah, I get loved it. it. You know, love the first one. I pushed him hard. He, he, him, and our friend Ivan. I was like, yeah. you got to go to the theater to see this movie. I did not IMAX, see it in theater. Sound, all of it, and you did not. But it's still, Iman you know, saw it in the theater. But I, I just watched not. it on at, at home essentially last yeah. week and. It's still awesome. Still awesome. Yeah. Get and the sound one, though. You can crank that sound as loud as you possibly can. Yeah, and I, I think this one's a, a wor- yeah, definitely a worthy. Yeah, and remake. not a yeah, I would say. I mean, it's probably better than the first Jurassic World. Yeah, 
Um, I haven't seen that one in a while, so I'm not really sure. But I, I would put it above. But yeah, Maverick is definitely from those yeah. four. Or three. I just didn't think. I think I kind of thought this was going to be awful. Right. Like a, didn't have high a hopes. force. And again, I I hadn't seen 2016's version, so I didn't even have that to like shape my opinion. I just did you watch Afterlife before you watch? No, this this week I went through all of them in in that in the, time, in the right order. Okay. Yeah. Um, I not, may have had too high hopes for this one when I went to the, the first. Yeah. That might have been the problem. That could be. Yeah, sure. that I was just expecting. I think it I remember be, you being excited about yeah. it. Yeah, and then I, and then I was maybe a little let down. But yeah, on watching it again, I'm I w- I would watch it even a third. time. It just now, really so. feels like it checks so many boxes, and like I just don't really know where a lull is. I mean, nope. Yeah, y- you don't have to be dialed in. You don't have to get all the references. They're there. If you do nope. get them, great. If you if you pick up on why there's a Twinkie in the glove box and why there's a crunch bar and you know, it's like there's, there's little Easter eggs and nuggets all over the place for you. But if you don't know, it doesn't ruin anything. Right. Yeah. Which well, is great. It's what you want. You want to open up a door to a new yeah. audience. Also, when she went down there on the shelf, there were spores, molds, and fungus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I collect spores, molds, and fungus. So good. Ultimately, how do you rank all four films? Now that we've seen all four of them, what would your, your order be. I think, I think Brady's the only only interesting one. Why? Because you might. I don't know where you're gonna put put two, but it's it's pretty oh, easy. I, the last one's pretty easy, and and for, for one and four are easy to say. I say I probably I, if I'm trying to be objective about it, I think I'm going one, four, two, three. That's yeah, what I I same. would agree, which is probably kind of. Absolutely. But I do hold two higher than probably most, definitely higher than Jelani. Yes, but I. I, yeah, I it's, just, a, it's a close second. I thought for you. four was just really, I, yeah. I mean, and you know, it's it was newer. just surprising. Well, like you get all these remakes and stuff. Well, and being all these newer carries a lot of weight with me, so mm-hmm. yeah, automatically it has yeah. like a leg up. But yeah, you get all these like remakes and reboots and all this stuff, and they never hold a candle to the original, and they never really fit in correctly. Even Jurassic World, like you watch it, and it's like it's not the same like yeah. as it is before, and it doesn't really, you know, it. It jumps way too far ahead. The technology is way too far advanced. Yep. And, and they kept it simple yes. in Afterlife, right? Like, there's no fancy new ghost guns or, you know, traps or anything. I mean, yeah, he built the, the trap in the farm, but he still used all Big the super old trap, equipment. But it's old, a bunch right, of Right, it's all together. the old stuff. So they didn't, like, jump he cleaned way out. far ahead in technology. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of it fits better with the whole series than like you know Jurassic World now they're rolling around in these like bubble things throughout like the it's like no give me a jeep and I like I like the Harold Ramis you know like the use of how they how they brought Egon back you know they didn't have him speak yeah I don't know I didn't that it was a little weird though that he didn't speak a little much was a little too much. No, I don't know that what he should have spoke, but yeah. well, he did. They yeah. focused what, on what him a think? lot for Jelani. him not saying anything. I thought it was great. I, I thought, thought they, was just like... they played it really well, and they allowed you know, like the the homage. And I think part of that was probably Jason Reitman, the director. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. being well, son of Ivan. Did you and... did you want to hear what the song from Fast uh, whatever? Since no. a long time to see you again. <laughs> that's that's the song from Fast Seven, and it will remain from Fast Seven Side as note, always. That would have been kind of amazing, <laughs> right? It would have just started playing. But I guess thinking back, do any of the ghosts talk in any of the movies? No, that some Only of them make Gozer. noises. Just Gozer, but she's not technically right. like she's a ghost. God. Right. Uh, the first the first ghost shushes them. Right the in the library. Yeah. Okay. And you got Slimer and Muncher that. Yeah, are just, they make noise. Yeah. 
Yeah, they make noise. Muncher too. Yeah, metal muncher. Josh Gad. Is that? Yeah. Was he the, he the, was the sounds? He was the sound. Is that just like, like uh, dude, Vin man. Diesel playing Groot? <laughs> yeah. It's like said he bumped into Jason Reitman. So we mentioned Jason Reitman, son of Ivan, directed this one. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He said he bumped into Josh Gad in, in like the lot on their way to like film, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to do it?" And he's like, "Sure." <laughs> so, <sighs> what else did Jason Reitman direct? Up in the air. Juno. Juno. I, that's, oh, I wanted to yeah, say, okay. yes, I wanted to say and Juno. Up and, and, and Up in the Air. Yes. And Young Adult and Felt Polly. good about he's, Up in the Air. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a decent oh, director. He was, he's a good director. Uh, he was very much on the come up there for a stretch, and I think oh, yeah. is or still you know, is considered well done. Yeah, Juno was definitely the out of the gate boom. Thank you for smoking as well yeah. is another one. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he's done some good work. Yeah, and the, I, I just, I was very, very pleased. Very pleased. I did, I I was. I think last night I was like, I'm going to be on my phone halfway through this movie. Yeah. And I was like, no, wow, not yeah. at all. Same. Yeah. I watched, mean, it took me like three nights to watch the 2016. Yeah. Like, I, I kept I, watching it, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to go to bed. I'll finish I it tomorrow. Right <laughs> yeah. No, not a good sign for it. No. But as always, if you get past mostly mysteries, the unknown, conspiracy theories, the occasional restaurant review, give us a follow on Instagram. Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks, and go to bed. Overstimulation calms me. Bustin' makes me feel good.